Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Closed my fitness ring yesterday. That's two days in a row. That needs to happen. The fitness ring. That's like uh, when I walk with my phone, this little thing says, hey, you did it. You went, uh, you did, you know how kind of like you have your uh, 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 Apple, Apple, what is it called? iWatch, Apple Watch, Apple Watch. And it, it tells you how many, My I don't have the Apple Watch, but my phone tells me. And now the new thing, there's all, it's just, it's a, it's such a ridiculous set of circumstances with me and how my mind will focus on doing nothing but eating shit and getting fat for a period of time. And then for a period of time, I will, um, like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta turn that around. I gotta, I gotta stop doing that. And, uh, then I, I, I start to behave but it doesn't take long until I'm not behaving. I think I have some type of food addiction. Now I like, uh, in addition to eating everything in sight, I, um, I, I eat it like fast and like a, like a freaking wolf eating like prey. Oh, and this is really getting on, uh, under my skin it, it's really starting to affect me mentally and uh i don't like looking at myself nude anymore i used to like really get turned on by me <laughs> and now i'm like god damn it this is just fucking stupid you fat fuck so yesterday i'm like uh, all right never quit quitting I can do this. Tyler says, do you growl at people if they get near you while feeding? So, uh, yesterday I, oh, hold on a second. Darla needs to get on the couch. It's nap time. You see, she thinks Diana's here, so she wants to be with Diana, but Diana's leaving for, for work, you know? Can't do that. So, uh, Sunday close my fitness ring happy about that she gets down darling gets down i'm not you know what go ahead and do whatever you want pee on the floor if you have to i don't care i'm doing the show i don't want to be bothered by this uh then uh, yesterday it's 150 degrees out here i'm like ah, fuck that i'm closing my fitness ring uh, I think my fitness ring is set at, uh, it's like a certain number of steps, certain number of miles, whatever. I don't know. I'm going to close my fitness ring and I've got to at least act somewhat reasonably baby steps. Okay. I'm not going to go have a kale smoothie yesterday, but just take it easy. Get done with the podcast. Now this is where I get in trouble. Like, Okay. Now it's time. Let's and I'm like I I like resist the urge and I go I'll make a nice uh bowl of oatmeal. Oatmeal and I I, I didn't want to just um like 
just eat the oatmeal. That's that's super like boring. Doesn't so I put a little sugar in it? No big deal. Um, little pat of butter. All right, that's it. And it says right on the bowl or right on the box. Well, one bowl, you're good till lunch. I go, okay, great. And this this actually is my lunch. Okay, awesome. And then um, I don't eat a damn thing. And I go, you know what? It's time to close my my move ring, my uh, fitness ring. So I went out and it was so damn hot. Oh my God, but I I, I ran. I was like, ah, Jesus. And I can feel like my uh, I'm so heavy um, for me. My knees and my ankles and my hips as I'm running all that high impact. It's like, ah, it's a lot of aches and pains. Like it's okay. Just keep going. You'll, it'll, it'll, you'll regulate yourself. It's fine. So that happens. Get that done. It's fucking a hundred degrees. Fitness ring close to being closed already. Now, Doug over at Bosco said, hey, I need you to come in. I need, can you come in? And if, can you, I go, yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? Absolutely. Call me. I uh, head over to Bosco's 3 p.m. And uh, so the, the fitness ring is going to be closed. No doubt about it. But then I'm like, okay, now I'm faced with this dilemma. At the end of the night, Doug is going to say to me, all right, because you can't leave without him sending you home with food. All right, what are you eating? I'm like, Ugh. now during the uh, day, I'm I'm like, okay, I'm starving. I get there to the restaurant and it's like three o'clock. And uh, I, there, there's certain things I have to do to help him open the restaurant. And uh, I, I'm hungry. I'm really hungry. And Doug is not one that is like, uh, gives you a hard time if you graze while you're working. Like if you're making, uh, you know, a bunch of bacon for uh, hamburgers, and uh, or or whatnot, some of the other recipes, and and you eat bacon, he didn't care, you know. He'd rather you have a snack or uh, if if hey, grab a grab a big piece of American cheddar cheese. Ow. So, you know, first thing I do, piece of cheese. All right, that's a hundred calories. Darla, what are you doing? Shut up! Damn it. Then, uh, you know, a couple pieces of bacon. The bacon's so good. Holy shit. So I'm like kind of grazing. And then uh, Doug makes a bunch of French, fr- uh, French fries. He says, all right, buddy, here you go. Oh, shit. Now, I can get away. All I want to do is run a deficit. I want to be um, burning more during the day that I am bringing in, but that, you know, that gap is closing quickly as I, as I just scarf the fucking fries with this honey mustard. And it's like, Oh Jesus. So good. So I think at the end of the day, I got about kind of in balance, but it, it definitely is not as bad as some of the other days. Where I'll have like six bowls of cocoa puffs or something like that, but then, um, so getting ready to finish up the night, and he goes, "All right, it's time to send you home with some food. What do you want?" Now, if I said nothing, he'd get pissed. So I'm like, "Okay, uh, quesadilla." I make a quesadilla. 
And uh, then, like, I'm driving home, and it's sitting next to me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I want to eat that thing, all of it, right now. Right as I'm driving, I want it to disappear. So, I don't. I open it. I open it up, and I, I get one of the, because they're, like, cut into triangles. And I, like, fucking take a bite out of it. And then, then I sat down, I close the lid, and I move it back over to the seat next to me. Ah! Okay. If I go to bed now and don't eat anything, I'll probably be all right. But if I... Now, what I like to do is just go home, sit, and just inhale it. Get home. I go, all right, this is getting put into a bag, and I'm going to save it for another time. I'm not eating this... It's 10.30 at night. I'm not going to eat an entire big fucking quesadilla with chicken, jalapeno, uh, onion, and tomatoes and with uh, uh, sour cream, and then just crash. Fuck that. So I, uh, I've got four more triangles of quesadilla left. One, two, three in the bag. Fourth one doesn't make it. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I just killed it. Come here, you. This dog has the zoomies. Hang on. Come here, peanut. Uh. Okay, though. But that's okay. Not as great as what I was doing. For me, for me, a great day is only eat one big plate of fries, couple pieces of bacon, couple pieces of cheese, and two of the five triangles of a quesadilla uh, uh, from the afternoon on. That's a good day for your old pal EZ. Nick writes, a pizza is never whole by the time I get home. Oh, yeah. Road pizzas, fucking great. So, all right, I consider it a, a, a moral victory, but still a loss. Today is a new day. Close the fitness ring and try to keep the car on the road. The problem is Bosco's. If I get called into Bosco's, it's like, oh, Fuck! Oh, no! Absolutely fantastic. And uh, Doug in indicated to me, he goes, yeah, I might need you here and there the next few days. I'm like, oh, fuck. I love working there. I love hanging out with those people. But what does close the fitness ring mean? Well, that is... Um, uh, what I what that means is there's an app on the phone that follows you how how far you're walking, and it equates that to steps. Every you know, I, you a lot of phones, even this stupid flip phone that you have might even have something there on it. By the way, um, someone sent this to me. That was Kenny who wrote that. By the way, um, someone said. Uh, Hey, you might be able to use this one day, Eric Zane. It's a it's a drop. Stupid candy. That 
Do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. This person lives in an area where I think there's a business called like Kenny Insurance or something like that. And and on their marketing, a bunch of people singing a, a jingle. Say, do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. And then Kenny writes, I wish someone would do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. I know who. Do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. So now doing the Kenny is uh if so if you're like complaining a bunch about everything. If I look at whoever, Corey's social media, and he's complaining to Pizza Hut, and then complaining to Walmart, and then complaining to, uh, you know, who invented uh, Pac-Man games, Corey would be doing the Kenny. Do the Kenny. Um, if Patrick is, you know giving negative reviews and one stars to people and unfriending people on Facebook. He'd be doing the Kenny. Do the Kenny. These are all things that qualify as doing the Kenny. Do the Kenny. Thank you. You notice I got to keep it close to the vest as to who sent me that. Because if I reveal who sent me to the candy, that's going to be like war. That person will be kicked out of the Kenny clan. I've had it. How dare you send a clip of a man singing, do the candy. Do the candy. How rude. I can't take it. Florida man writes, if you keep playing that, you'll make Amanda squirt. Oh. Do the candy. I am fucked up. Oh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Chad Zumach checking in. I am fucked up. And then I get fucked by two dudes. All right. Off and running on this Tuesday, the 20th of June uh, edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Show number 1080. Wow. Um, All right. Welcome. So glad you're here. Uh, So the big thing going around right now that everybody's talking about is uh, this submarine. Went down to see the Titanic. Goes uh, every so often. People people uh, with a ton of money jump in the submarine and go down to the spot where the, ta- where, where the damn wreckage of the boat is. Well, Sunday, they like go down and there's a bunch of rich people on it. It's $250,000 to get a seat. 
So now we have uh, this 1,500 people of the 2,200 that were on it more than 100 years ago. They die. And now we've got a sub going down to see the wreckage. And as time passes, uh, hope will be given up. And then, so that means that Titanic would be then the gift that keeps on giving at this point. If you could, you could make the argument that if if this goes the way it may, uh, you could add five more to the death toll. Now, I'm not going to lie. I, I love, uh, whenever you see images and people going down there and they have a, I think James Cameron sent like a, um, a robot, a robot sub down to check it out. That was part of his big thing that he was interested in when he made the film. And, um, you know, I, I get the idea of having the adventuring spirit. Um, but I equate going down to see the wreckage of the Titanic to be like climbing Mount Everest. I would struggle with the dangerous element of it. Probably more so if I was on, uh, go trying to climb Mount Everest. I don't, I don't think I would. I mean, I, that, that seems like really crazy. The idea of being in a sub, I, I possibly, um, if I just didn't think about it long enough, would go down and do that. Uh, but now that this has happened, I would never, never ever think of this again if this is the way it's going to be if they are not able to recover this and that thing is lost at sea and then uh five people are dead um this this uh machine is uh two and a half miles down 2.4 miles down i don't even think we have a submersible that could go down that far you know it's not like um you know, the U.S. has a sub. I know the Navy or the uh, Coast Guard for both countries, Canada and the U.S., they, they they just can't, they don't have the technology to go that low. Uh, and it's not like there's a backup sub uh, similar to the one that they can't find right now. And they can say, oh, let's just drop it down and go pick them up. I mean, this is, this is fucked. The um, intensity of the pressure there can crush just about anything. Uh, but they, they've they got this uh, sub that they, you know, okay, it's great. Come on, give us $250,000. And that's that's the thing. So you got a bunch of uh, crazy-ass rich people that go down in this thing. Uh, Corey says the submarines that go that low are much smaller because they have to be so much more structurally intense. Ashley says you also don't have GPS or navigation. They get texts saying, okay, go 200 feet to the right. I heard that. It's amazing though, that they can get text messages down that low. Tyler says I did a sub tour in Mexico on my on my honeymoon. I was terrified this would happen. Corey also adds it's pitch black down there. Sunlight cannot reach that far down in the ocean. Fuck. So does that mean in, uh, in due time, we're going to take another one down and see this thing laying next to the Titanic. 
we can go and see this thing in addition to the Titanic. I would guess no one is ever going to want to do this again. Fuck. Um, they had 96 hours of oxygen on it. Sunday it went down and then it didn't. They're like, hey, where is this fucking thing? It's supposed to be back. Uh-oh. Uh, supposed to be back about it lost contact an hour and 45 minutes after it went down. The vessel was reported overdue about 435 miles south of St. John's, Newfoundland, according to Canada's Joint Rescue Coordination Center in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Definitely Newfoundland. People are like, oh, that's Newfoundland. No, nope. it's, New- it's Newfoundland. The Titan was uh, being launched from an icebreaker that was hired by Ocean Gate and formerly operated by the Canadian Coast Guard. The ship ferried dozens of people and the submersible craft to the North Atlantic uh, wreckage site where the Titanic makes multiple dives. I guess they go down there and what they do is they like year by year, they're like getting measurements and things of the holes in the iron that are being eaten by whatever is down there eating iron. There's uh, all sorts of small little ocean um, life down there that is actually consuming the vessel the wreckage and it's in fact you know how like there's the uh, crow's nest that the the asshole was asleep at the wheel back more than more than 100 years ago and he's like oh fuck there's an iceberg and then they it takes like you know they hard left hard left hard left it goes all the way down they did hard left by then it's too late fucking ship hits a wreckage or the uh, iceberg you're fucked the crow's nest has actually been consumed it's not there anymore and over time this ship won't be there anymore is that not the most fantastic thing my god that's staggering to think that um the titanic has been broken down by microorganisms. So the components that made it up are now, it's interspersed throughout uh, uh, marine life throughout the ocean. It's just changed form from being, first it was pulled from the ground, all the um, components in the uh, to, to, to make the ship, and then they make the ship, and then it sinks, and... A hundred years later, it's being eaten by ocean life. My God. Um, David Concannon, an advisor to Ocean Gate, told the AP on Monday that the submersible had a 96-hour oxygen supply. Who was on board? Coast Guard said there was one pilot and four mission specialists. Now, when they say mission specialists, it's in quotes. It's rich fucks. And they say, yeah, you're going to be, uh, give us $250,000. And you are a mission specialist. You get to, uh, whatever, move the joystick on the camera. Mission specialists are people who pay the money. They take turns operating sonar equipment and performing other tasks in the five-person submersible. So uh, one of them is a, uh, is a billionaire. They're all very, very rich, but one, in fact, is an actual uh, billionaire. That would be uh, Hamish Harding. He lives in Dubai. 
And uh, so he he paid the $250,000. Can you imagine going down there and you're a billionaire and you're you're stoked about this and you go down and and you and on your trip down to see the Titanic, a tragedy happens and you have a period of time that Hamish realizes this might be it. Despite all that money in the world, he would gladly trade places with any person on the planet who is not in the ocean. Despite having billions of dollars. Wow. I think that this whole angle of these are all super rich people is going to actually make the world be less sympathetic to them because they're like, oh, rich fucks, who cares? It's just human nature. I know that's weird. Harding, Hamish Harding, is an adventurer who holds three Guinness World Records, including the longest duration at full ocean depth by a crewed vessel. In March in 21, he and ocean explorer Victor Vescovo dived to the lowest depth of the Mariana Trench. And in 2022, he went into space on Blue Origin's New Shepard rocket. It's interesting that more people have been on the moon than down to see the Titanic. Another one is rich dude named Shazada Daywood and his son Suleiman, members of one of Pakistan's most prominent families. Uh, their firm invests in agriculture industries and the health sector. Shazada Dawood from Pakistan is also on the board of trustees for the California-based SETI Institute that searches for extraterrestrial intelligence. Uh, that that craft more than a, a capable of going down two point four miles. It can go down further, actually. So no idea what the fuck went wrong here, if anything at all. Maybe they're just off course. I don't know, but this is since Sunday. So what is that? Four days worth of oxygen. So that's still like in a search and rescue, but they're, they, it isn't like yet where they say, well, because once it gets a certain amount of time, like, all right, now we have to go from search and rescue to recovery. Fuck. I guess they're dropping um, these devices down into the ocean that can hear. And it's crazy because uh, you drop that down and they're listening for knocking because they're, I guess one of the things that they're supposed to do in the sub if something goes wrong is, is knock on the, on the inside of it. And that will um, somehow this very sensitive uh, equipment going into the ocean trying to find them will be able to hear them, I guess. It can actually hear voices. So you can be under the water and, uh, and, and hear someone talking or there's the sound of someone's voices. When you were a kid, you ever like be in a pool with your brother or something like that? And you, you both go underwater and you scream out obscenities to hear how they sound? So... We would do that. You go underwater and you yell out, go fuck yourself. And then you'd come out and it's still hard to figure out what exactly you're saying. So then we'd pop our heads up and we'd have to like, uh, Hey, did you tell me to go fuck myself? Yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That's great. Let's go down again. Suck a horse's cock. Did you tell me to suck a horse's cock? Yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That's what we did for fun. I don't know about you. I don't know if they're doing that. This whole thing is terrible. Uh, 
Corey says, imagine screaming and knocking for days in a tiny metal box. Ugh. Ashley says, those lifeboats went in the Titanic went to the rich people. It's Titanic karma. Oh, man. Uh, Corey says, a traveling Titanic museum. I went to it when it was in Boston, and they had a giant section of the hull that they recovered, and I got to see it. And when nobody was looking, I touched it. It was pretty cool. You're not even supposed to touch it. No kidding. Uh, I remember back in the day, in uh, right around 2000, a uh, sub, a Russian sub called the Kursk sank, went down, killed everybody. It was like 115 dudes on that thing. Thank you to David for just uh, subscribing. I appreciate that. The Titanic is one reason why we, we have so many regulations on cruise ships today. You know, what I'm learning here is I can't think of anything that I would like less than being on a vessel. And I've said this before, but it all comes together now. Um, constant reminders of how easy it is, you know, like with getting eaten by a shark. And yeah, I know they always say your chance of being eaten by a shark or even bit by a shark are incredibly low, but I think they're actually lying. I think that is a, a, it's a conspiracy theory. Uh, I think we'll come to find out down the road that uh, 99 out of 100 people are eaten by sharks, and we just don't know about it. And then you have the idea of just when you're on the ocean in these boats, the fact that, you know, for a period of time, you can only be on the boat would make my fucking skin crawl. And then the idea of something going wrong on the boat. And then the idea of, I don't know, just something happening. You just fucking fall over. You always hear about somebody falling over the damn thing or falling off the balcony. Or I, I, it just seems horrible. Not very comfortable with the idea. Ashley adds, did you hear of the Orca boat? I don't know what that is. An Orca boat flipping and sinking about three weeks ago. No, I did not. So they continue to look for anything about this damn submarine. Holy shit. Uh, all right. Before we go a second further, I need to remind you that, you know, if you're watching the show at uh, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page, Twitter at Eric Zane show or on my YouTube channel, uh, I'm going to kick you out. If you want the full show, you have to head over to Twitch and follow the page, and if you like, subscribe to it with your Amazon Prime account for free, Eric Zane Live, when you download the Twitch app. Or just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. As always, anybody can download the free podcast on Twitch, the entire thing, for free, and also the audio podcast, wherever you download shows. Head over to any of your um, any of the audio podcasts podcasting platforms that exist today i'm on all of them search eric zane show and download 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 subscribe to one of them or more than one of them that all helps your old pal ez if you ever want to say hi send me an email eric at eric on the shortliners striping inbox 
I have a Patreon, which you are encouraged to try out for free for seven days. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Uh, check out the show that everybody on the Free Bear and Hot Wings side are, are butthurt about. Ben and I reviewing clips from their shitty show and ripping it a new one. Now, I, I indicated on uh, a Facebook, the Segment 18 page that, oh, yeah, it's uh, I try to keep it objective and funny. Yes, but let's be honest. This is a pile of shit show. If it were good, I wouldn't be doing this, okay? If this were a good, enjoyable, uh, compelling, interesting, not boring radio show, I wouldn't fucking go near it. But it sucks dick. So, and, you know, if anyone is qualified to review that show, it would be me. And I love it. It's very cathartic to rip it a new one because it sucks so bad. And my goal is to have fun doing it, get you to listen to it, and hopefully, with any luck, save you and get you out from underneath the spell that is that pile of shit waste of time. What the fuck are you doing? There's only one person on that show that has any uh, ability to drive content, and that's Kelly. I've said this a million times. And they pay her like a fraction of what they make. She, they, she does so much more to move the needle on that show than everybody else on that show. Talk about fucking an unfair ba- uh, balance there. Greg and Chris make half a million dollars a year and they pay her probably like $35,000. Oh, it's so sad. Anyway, uh, I review that show on Patreon and you can check it out. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And you can do it for free for seven days. Check that out and off you go. There's a ton of other content on there too, but I don't want to spend the whole damn day for the next hour and 19 minutes talking about me. There's plenty more to get to. Okay. Donko says, way to stir it up. Maureen says, Kelly is so damned annoying. Oh, yeah, big time. I know that. Um, and that's because of the uh, grating style of her of her voice. And uh, But she's still uh, funny. Has a lot of great jokes. As long as she doesn't get shrieky, you know? LV Moki says, Kelly is so annoying. I just canceled my VIP after about 12 years. Hmm. Wow. Uh, Ashley says, Ashley's really chatty today. Orcas have sunk three boats in Europe and appear to be teaching others. Oh, orcas. You mean like a, a fucking whale? I, th- I thought I thought like an orca was like a brand of boat. Fuck me. Uh, Corey adds another interesting thing to think about. Imagine being in one of the lifeboats that just left the Titanic and you're just floating there watching it sink. Oh my God, yes. Ashley adds, who are these free beers? New episode was super funny. Thank you. Kyle said the candle story. Oh my God. I laughed so hard hearing smug beers laugh. You must check it out for free. 
And then Ashley says, Chris can fuck off. Ashley said, Chris is the one that said Ashley wasn't pregnant. He either said Ashley wasn't pregnant or he said Ashley wasn't pregnant with St. Gaslight's baby. You're right. He can fuck off. That was horrible. Jesus. Play it for Tyler, easy. Does she? Oh, oh no. Does she have an annoying laugh or something? Is what? I know what you guys are trying to get me to do. Hang on. <laughs> Candace says, fuck off. Don't do it. <laughs> Cars. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four. That's my favorite. Algorithms. My favorite. Crust. Cripple. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, Free beer. Remember what though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little noxious. That's so expensive. You can actually hear the, the, the cancer forming in her throat with that clapped out smoker voice. <laughs> That's so expensive. <laughs> That's so expensive. I looked it up. I was like, I remember what though? Jesus. I haven't seen it. It was a little noxious. That's so expensive. I was like, beer. <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. But she should make more money. She's the only one that does anything funny or interesting, but at the same time, it, it's it's enough. The voice is enough to make you uh Put the barrel of a gun in your mouth. Okay. It is a boner wrecking voice. If you have a hard on, it's gone. The second you hear. She's got a voice for the silent moving pictures or maybe a blog. Ashley says, easy keeping boners at bay since 2023. Now, I know she smokes so much pot that maybe that's what's caused. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she had the voice of an angel. You know, like like Andrea. Don't suck a big black dick because I know you want to hear it. Uh. Kelly's voice makes 
Andrea sound like fucking Adele. Brandis says this is torture. FML. Sorry about that. All right. I'm done with my beat up session. Enjoy the day. Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And uh, you can follow me on both of those. Follow me on the YouTube page. All those things are free. I appreciate you. I have an update. Uh, I think I I think I talked about this. I I for sure talked about it on the radio last week when I was filling in for huge. Uh, Jeff and Johnny Agar, the first family of awesome. You'll get more of the background here if you don't know who these people are. But I was informed that last Friday. CBS Good Morning or whatever the fuck their morning show is said, hey, we want to do a follow-up, a Father's Day follow-up with the Yeagars. We're going to send out our correspondent who you know from CBS National TV or whatever and uh, interview you guys and see what's up and see if you can give a nice message to fathers for Father's Day. And the whole family came out and they said, okay, yeah, great. And that's where... But this was all a ruse. This was all a bait and switch. They actually had different plans in store for the agars. Now, you're going to get a lot of background here. So just try to pay attention and they'll they'll catch you up. They do a better job on it than I could ever do. So here you go. This morning in our series, Pushing the Limits, we revisit a father and son's inspiring journey to some of the toughest triathlon courses in the world. We introduced you to Jeff and Johnny Agar in November. Seven months later, lead national correspondent David Bagno reunited with the dynamic duo ahead of Father's Day to pull off an incredibly special surprise. There they- okay, now... I just need to interrupt this because I talked to Jeff here, dad, and he, he has, he had no clue this was happening. None. This is big. We are. It's so good to see you. Look at that dude. Hey man. How are you? Can I give you a hug? Oh yes. Good to see you, buddy. Absolutely good to see you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. This could never happen at my house. You see the dog just like standing there. Um, it, Bruce would have ran out the fucking door, you know, started humping the neighbor or something like that. Glad we didn't scare you off too much. No, no. <laughs> There's no chance, Johnny Agar. We fell in love with the Agar family when we first met them last November. Is there a better man than your dad? I've yet to find one. For, <laughs> for a story about Jeff and Johnny. Home stretch, dad. Father and son triathletes. 29-year-old Johnny was born with cerebral palsy. Johnny, there you go, that a boy. It is a muscle disorder that makes it impossible for him to walk oh, without assistance. Johnny, look at you. 
<laughs> there you go. But with the help of his hero, Johnny has paved his way in the most unlikely of sports. It's one that Jeff takes on for both of them. I believe I can fly. <laughs> when he bikes, he hauls him. When he swims, he pulls Johnny. And when he runs, he pushes him. Well, I'm cooking when we get home. <laughs> Jeff told us back in November, for his son, it's all worth it. I mean, I'm not a fan of swimming, biking, or running, so which is perfect for triathlon. <laughs> So this probably wouldn't be in the top 100 things I would select to do. I'm not doing it because I love it. It wasn't like a dream of mine. This is Johnny's dream. I'm just giving him the legs and the power to do it. It has become Johnny's passion, and that has led him and his father to Ironman races. Those are the toughest of endurance events. Team Agar has a 2.4-mile swim a 112-mile bike awesome. and a 26.2-mile run, and they have to finish it all in under 17 hours. Let's go, Dan, let's go. Well, why even try it, you may be wondering? To prove what Iron Man's mantra is, anything is possible. Good work out there. Now look, they failed the first five times they tried to finish an Iron Man in the time allowed. But on the sixth attempt, they did it. And that's how it always is. Whenever these races finish, Johnny gets out for the home stretch. And it's a real bitch for him to do this. I mean, he's fucking working. It's it's not easy for him to ambulate. Um, it's it takes a lot out of him. It's very, very difficult. I've actually seen him do this. And look who crossed that finish line. That victory last September inspired Johnny's dream to one day cross the finish line at what is considered to be the Super Bowl of triathlons. The Ironman World Championship in Kona, Hawaii. Now teams like the Agars need to be invited to compete. And guess what? Iron Man wants to extend that offer for a team they say personifies the spirit of the sport. And they decided to let us break the news. So we planned the trip back to Michigan, but we told him it was for a Father's Day surprise. So in the time since we first mm -hmm. met to today, have you had any new epiphanies, any new aha moments? You know, maybe a question I asked that you long after I were gone were like, here's one I thought, any, anything. The, uh, the Feedback on social media is a bit overwhelming. I find I th it would have been something if if Jeff here said, you know, it's just uh, I'm so fucking glad that I, I I don't have to do Kona anymore. I mean, I guy fucking hated that race. I I don't even like I don't even like leaving Michigan. I mean, shit. I'm so glad that I don't have to do that shit anymore. I'll just keep it local. I think the things that hit me the hardest is that people will comment that you know I don't do anything with my kids. And here's this guy doing this, and I should be able to do so much more. But I hope that just inspires fathers to believe you can do more. You don't have to be a great father. You just have to do better than you are today. This is the, how dad wants to succeed and, and wants to put in the work to be able to get me across the finish line. Really inspires me. Okay. Now, so, in the spirit no, of our Father's uh, Day so theme, I asked the Agars to record a message for all the dads out there. Hello, America. We're the Agar family. I'm Jeff. I'm Johnny. Becky. Annie. And I'm Gracie. And we want to wish all fathers a happy Father's Day. 
That was so good. You guys, they nailed it on one. Okay, do you feel good about that? Yeah. Can we watch it back, by the way? Ready, ready, ready? For this moment, okay. we got a little help from a Hall of Fame quarterback who happens to be one of Johnny's favorite athletes. Hey, Agar family, Peyton Manning here. Listen, rumor has it you're a big fan of mine. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. But I'm a big fan of yours as well. You guys are incredible. You're a true inspiration. Now, I've heard there's a big dream that you're hoping to achieve together. Well, why don't we make that dream come true right now? On behalf of Iron Man, it is my honor to share with you that Team Agar has earned an official invite to the 2024 Iron Man World Championship in Kona, Hawaii. Congratulations, good luck, and I'll be rooting for you the whole way. You It is toasty warm out today. Starting now, Team Agar has 16 months to beef up their training for the World Championship. And Iron Man sent us their official ticket to Cohen. There we go, Johnny. <laughs> when I hopefully walk across that finish line, I, I'm gonna put every ounce of energy um, that I, I, I have. It's gonna be really, really, Johnny and Jeff, they have what no other triathlete in this sport has when they compete. Knees up, head high, buddy. Each other. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, bud. David, talk about pushing. Okay, now they go back to the studio. Look at these three. They're ruined. The limits. Try not to cry. Try not to tear up with that playing. And you nailed that that surprise, the misdirection, <laughs> the form of the Father's Day theme. I mean, t take me into the room with you. What was that like? Tony, don't tempt me with a good surprise, man. It was an absolute <laughs> joy. And I'll tell you, I'm feeling optimistic this morning, so I'll say this. When they cross the finish line in Hawaii, in the time allowed, they will be only the third team in Ironman's nearly 50-year history to cross the finish line at the World Championship. So unbelievably gorgeous. This so is beautiful. why I don't watch David Begnaud pieces in uh, public. <laughs> you ugly cry. David, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We'll be rooting them on. Wow. You love your face. That is uh, intense. Absolutely fantastic. I uh, I did not see that coming. David Bagnow being compared to Bill Hader. I see that. Uh, after I watched it, I I I text Jeff. Apparently, I lost the use of my phone. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, I was like, can you, I cannot believe that bait and switch. What, what a thing. And he goes, dude, we had no clue. Nothing whatsoever. What a, what a ruse. What a fantastic 
uh, from start to finish ruse. And then the Peyton Manning thing, they're like, because that's like a big fan favorite, you know? Oh, what? I, I want to go. I want to I want to be there for that. Jesus. Now, that race, it's so hot in the lava fields in particular. I've heard stories about what it's like pedaling through the lava fields. I mean, it's just an oven. You're going through an oven. Uh, Amanda says, yeah, you should, uh, you should go down there and do a show or go over there. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely, it's 16 months fucking yes, let's do it. Uh, Kenny talks about how, how his jaw dropped when he saw Peyton Manning on the screen. Uh, Florida man, I just short, shut the door to my office because I'm bawling now. <laughs> oh. Kenny says, I, hey, I was not prepared to actually get all emotionally, to get all emotionally this morning, but oh well, LOL, ha ha. I am doing the Kenny, he's crying. That's what I call doing the Kenny. I did it, I did it, the tears running out of my heart, holy fucking shit, man. I, I am doing the Kenny. Um, the, uh, you know, uh, you know, the whole thing about getting there, they only, uh, invite so many and they, they have a lot of charitable things that they do each year. And, uh, they, they did get invited the one time, but it's so damn hard to complete it when you're not pulling someone. So this is going to be, have to be a uh, top notch effort. There's so many things that can go wrong in triathlon. There's so many little things that, that have to all go perfect in order to just finish the damn race. And the longer it gets, the more intense it gets and the more difficult it gets. Um, just to get to this race, you have to, there's Ironman events all across the United States. And you have to, if you finish in the top three in your age group, which is impossible because anyone who knows how to do, who is good at this is at these races. So you have to be, um, one of the fastest. And then if you do happen to finish like in the top five for your age group, what they do is they go to the first three and they say, we're extending you. And you have to right there at the, uh, award ceremony. They say, Hey, uh, you've now qualified. Are you going yes or no? Yes. Pay us now, pay us right this minute. And you have to pay right there. You can't like go think about it. You have to take the invite at the race that you just finished top three in. And if you don't, they roll it down to the fourth place and then the fifth place and the, whoever until they're gone. Uh, the cost. Oh boy. I would guess now you're looking at probably 500 bucks just for the entry fee. Then you've got to get there. Then you got to stay there. Then you got to train. I mean, it's a fucking bitch. Um, but I'm I'm glad that they that they did that. That is that is sweet. I want to be there so bad. Um, that sounds like a fun time to get away. You know, sixteen months months from now, go see the Agars. Join Team Agar. That would be so much fun. Oh my god, 
Uh, and this all started. This all started. This goes back to Rockford, Michigan. It was a run called Mitchell's Run. It was a 5K. And, um, in fact, I should probably look for that. Mitchell's. Johnny Agar. Uh, I don't know. It's an E60. It's a longer uh, story. E60 is a documentary series on uh, on ESPN. But um, it was a similar setting where um, it was just a 5K, and Dad was, Jeff was kind of like, all right, Johnny wants to finish this. And uh, the word had gotten out to ESPN, so they sent a crew there to show this as Johnny got out of the chair, and I was actually watching. I was leaving the race site from Mitchell's Run, which is a fundraiser for um, uh, Mitchell Peterson, and um, and uh, he suffers from a condition that keeps that has him in a wheelchair. And uh, so at Mitchell's Run, Johnny uh, wanted to participate the last however how far of the race. It might have been like a half mile. It was such a bitch for the guy. Maybe a mile. I don't remember. But he was killing it and with his dad there, kind of like what you just saw. And I was walking towards my car after the race. And I saw John and Jeff. And I was like, what the, who are these guys? Oh, wow. Shit. And then I go, you know, I'm, and I see the camera crew's like, I, I want to see how this, how this plays out. What's going on here? And then I watched him finish. And then I was like, who are these people? What's going on here? And that was... um. It wasn't long after that that we kind of hit it off. And uh, they had listened to the radio show, and uh, or they at least knew me or something like that. I don't know, but we kind of hit it off. And it's been uh, it's been great, great moments like that ever since. So cool. I was blown away when I watched that. Sorry if I if we made you if I if I made you cry, but that was so touching. Holy shit. All right. The open and live stream of this show brought to you this time around by my pal Dale, throat slash Dale at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Uh, If you need power washing services, reach out to throat slash Dale. He's the absolute best. Find him on Facebook. Just search Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Uh, Blue and white S for his logo. Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. The phone number is 231-740-4098. Call Dale. He'll pick it right up. And uh, you can get a free estimate. 231-740-4098. If you're in the West Michigan area, he'll come check you out and see how much it's going to cost for him. The power washer stuff. Also, he is a licensed and uh, insured uh, restaurant hood cleaning expert. Uh, there's a certain type of uh, certification you need to be able to do this job. So if you or someone you know is in the restaurant industry, he cleans hoods, 231-740-4098. Okay. Thanks to the Kent County Health Department. Um, I appreciate them. Kent County Health Department. If you need information on the WIC program, Keeping food on the table. Nobody should go hungry. The WIC program, of course, federally funded and taken care of, and you can uh, take advantage of that. If you are having a hard time keeping food on the table, reach out to the Kent County Health Department at 
632-7200 or accesskent.com slash health. All right, moving on. Uh, Some silly things. Uh, This one is from the TV show, The Price is Right. Tyler sent this along, but I I had heard that this was something that people were talking about. This guy is celebrating, and it says, guy dislocates shoulders celebrating. He just, I don't know what the fuck happened. He Something good happened. He's got the Air Jordans on. He's stoked. And you don't see anything really that crazy uh, when, when he's actually celebrating, but I guess he injures himself somehow. Audio check, video check. There's Drew Carey. I, I can't get used to Drew Carey with the long hair and the beard. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, Go! Higher, lower, lower, higher. Yes! This Asian dude jumping up and down. Over here, Alice. He's like, he's so happy. He's like the one guy in Nagasaki who was smart enough to go into the bomb shelter. Uh, let me explain what happened. Henry... Uh, this is Alice. This is Alice, Henry's wife. How you doing? Uh, Henry was celebrating and go, and he dislocated his shoulder. He did. Look at. I know. And what? I, why is he smiling? Uh, so he's not- okay. Why is he smiling? And I think it's important to ask the question: How is vision possible when your eyes are that? <laughs> I can be able to spin the wheel, but Alice is going to spin the wheel for him. Good luck. Here we go. It looks like Kelly Cheese after a normal day of smoking pot. You want to say hi to somebody? Hi to my family. I want to say hi to my orthopedic surgeon. Uh, my wife, my baby, CC at home, and all my friends watching. Thank you. How about 95? Yeah! <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I fucking dislocated his shoulder. How's that even possible? Uh, Maureen says, long-haired, bearded Drew Carey is kind of creepy to me. Corey suggests uh, they just gave him the, they just gave him a shit ton of morphine. Did he win the showcase showdown? I don't know. I guess he won a car on the first try. All right. Where do I want to go next? Aha. There's actually a reason why I'm playing this. Uh, I guess she's uh, she's flipping out again. This is not the first time. It's like, uh, it's it's who's going to be locked up in a mental institution first? Britney Spears or Amanda Bynes? Amanda Bynes has been placed, it says, on a 5150 psychiatric hold. 
I yeah, I I didn't know that when they say yeah, we got a fifty-one fifty, that that means you're crazy. But if they say, hey, is it, we got a fifty-one fifty here, I just thought it was like uh, the first Van Halen album with Sammy Hagar. This is the second time in a year that has been placed on a 5150 psychiatric hold. Who knew that this drop would be so helpful in the last weeks? It started out as just something to play when Amanda is demanding attention and deliberately trying to sabotage the show. Because that's what Amanda does. There's two things that Amanda does. That it, one is Kenny. And the other is demand attention by deliberately destroying the show by cluttering up the chat. These are things that Amanda does. Okay. Amanda does it on purpose. Just to piss me off, Kenny does it on purpose, but then acts like it was innocent. That's what these two do. Everybody knows it. Everybody's used to it. Um, but who knew that this clip would get so much mileage for the amount of time that we've been using it? Over the weekend, Amanda was detained by police and taken into custody for a mental health evaluation, which she seemingly failed. She's 37? She had been the one to call the cops for help, so they're like, oh, fuck, here we go. We're going over to Bynes' place. They get there, and she's losing her shit. On Monday, sources told the outlet that the former child star was deemed a danger to herself and those around her. Oh, yeah, most Amandas are dangerous. Uh, So now she's on a mandatory psychiatric hold. She can be held for up to 72 hours by law. Reps for Amanda Bynes did not respond to comment. Here she is, like, heading off to the, whatever, 5150 house. Uh, Patrick says, hopefully she gets the help she needs. She was very talented. I wonder what happened to her. Did, uh, was it, um, wait, what did, did her parents screw her up? I mean, how does this even take place? Uh, this is always a cautionary tale, um, for child stars. Like everybody gets the, occasionally you see like a kid gets an opportunity and then the mom and dad fuck them up. There was a, a, a spade of them for the longest time. Remember Gary Coleman? That was sad. It's a miracle that guy lived as long as he did. Like his kidneys were all fucked up. And uh, mom and dad said, yeah, fuck you. Get on the set of different strokes. And I think... Uh, I, Dana Plato was, uh, she was, uh, what you talking about with, uh, oh, wait a minute. Gary Coleman was Arnold. And then, uh, Todd Bridges was Willis. And then what was, uh, Dana Plato's name? Kimberly. What you talking about? Kimberly. Was it Kimberly? 
Ryan suggests Amanda Bynes is uh, has a chronic case of too much dick. That's a horribly stupid joke. What the fuck is wrong with you? That sounds like pleasure to me. This is the second time she's been placed on a psychiatric hold in a year. Uh, in March, she was found roaming the streets of Los Angeles naked. Oh, God. Now, here's the thing. This is a picture from just the other day when she was uh, taken into the, to the, you know, for the 5150. Look at how close this uh, paparazzi person is getting to her. And she has a look in her face like, fuck you. That's terribly sad. Can you imagine that's what you do for a living? Just follow these people around and take pictures of them? My God, that is rough. Corey says she used to be really cute. Uh, her ex-fiance, Paul Michael, claims she was off her meds at the time. This is her when she's uh, when she's a kid. Look at that. What a bummer. And then it says she was uh, freed from her in eight-year conservatorship in March of 2022. So similar to like Britney Spears. These, these people get all fucked up by their moms and dads. And then they make a ton of money. And then what you intentionally do if you're the parents is you is you like fuck the kids up. And then you take control of them. And then that's it. And then eventually they like are let out of the conservatorship after all the money is gone. After all the money is gone. Gone's gone. Yes, we're talking about Amanda Bynes. That's the same thing that happened to Britney Spears, except the money wasn't gone. But she is well on her way to being, oh, they're both just fucked up. This is why, this is why conservatorships happen. As soon as I heard about Spears, I was like, remember there was all that drama of free Britney Spears, free. She got everybody online. She's sending like hints online. Oh, I'm being held captive. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. At the time, sources told TMZ that Bynes had likely been living on the streets for days. The starlet's ex-fiance, Paul Michael, uh, again, talked about her being off medication. Uh, the last time the actress remained hospitalized for nearly three weeks after being released and starting outpatient treatment, she struggles with substance abuse. Diagnosed with bipolar disorder, yeah, that usually goes hand-in-hand hand with, with drug use. Oh, God, this is ugly. Well, uh, Chris says recent videos prove Brittany is batshit crazy too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. These, these people will not live long lives. It's incredibly sad. Uh, our Amanda says Brittany just keeps wanting to strip on Instagram. Well, we want you to strip on Instagram. Why don't you strip on Instagram? Maybe. No. I know Kenny would love that. I, I would love that. 
Thank you to Blue Frost IT. Blue Frost IT is a managed IT service provider for this podcast. If you have a small or a medium-sized business and no one to look after your IT, what's going to happen when the shit hits a fan? And it may. You got to have somebody ready to go like I do. Blue Frost IT. Otherwise, you're going to be like starting from scratch and then you got to wait. You know, there's people in front of you, people in line in front of you or in front of you in line. What? Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. Also, if you, you know, want to upgrade your tech for your business, the idea of doing that and just, well, I don't know, I guess we just go to Best Buy and buy shit. No. You sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Alan from Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. Thank you to Blue Frost IT for being part of this podcast. A&E Heating and Cooling with the Immortal Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579 at 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, it's got to be like over 90 for most of this week where we live and that's where Joe is. So if you have not yet had your AC tuned up, it's simply a phone call. Yeah. And then you schedule a time, they will be there and they will make sure that your AC unit is serviced appropriately. If you're like, I don't think I've ever done this, then it's bad. They're going to take the cover off of that thing outside of your house and it's just going to be covered with shit on the inside which is impeding the effectiveness of your AC unit and making the machinery work harder, which could eventually lead to a breakdown. In fact, it will lead to a breakdown or worse. Then you're really on the hook for a lot of cash. New AC units are not cheap. If you do happen to need one, though, call Joe Martinez. He'll hook you up. A&E Heating and Cooling 616-516-8579. Okay, I've made it through this show without attacking crazy conservatives or psychopaths who hate gay people. Uh, I'm not really going gay today. I don't have anything on my gay list to talk about. I think, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I don't, as of today, today is a non-gay day. Everybody's been like, hey, EZ, you've been all gay lately. How come you're, you're, t- you're being so gay? And it's like, well, I mean, when in Rome, this is June, is a big month for the local gays. And gays everywhere. So, whatever. Um, was there anything else that I, I think I forgot a couple things? I feel like I've forgotten to uh, talk about certain things uh, at the Gay Pride event. Maybe there is something gay I want to talk about. Uh, not really. I think next time I go, I'm going to actually get some pictures of like, cause I saw that chick walking around and said, I love, she had a sign that says, I love big old bitch titties. Now, can you imagine, I mean, how cool is that at a price that you can walk around with that sign and it's like, it's, it's awesome. Can you imagine walking around with that sign in any other venue? Like if you go to a hockey game, and you got a sign that says, I love big old bitch titties. A woman holding a sign that says, I love big old bitch titties. I mean, I think they need to amp it up. You got to be encouraged to write signs like that. So that, you know, Kyle Ryan 
getting a hold of sign and he's walking there with his husband and it says, I love this cock. This guy's cock in my butt with an arrow pointing right to him. You know, uh, uh, I love two dicks in my ass. Shit like that. If they're, if, if a woman is going to walk around with a, I love big old bitch titties sign, you know, what, what the hell this, this could be awesome. I, I would love to see P and then you get your picture taken with the guy with the sign or the, the chick with the sign and we can make a whole big montage of ridiculous pictures. That was something. Holland Pride is this Saturday. Oh, okay. Then there's a, a Wassel has a Pride event. The Holland one, I yeah, that's not a bad idea. Go hang out with the gays there. Um, <laughs> memos or uh, memo, Jesus. Savage Sack Lunch says, "Did you get a memo from Wood TV?" Amanda says, see, if I was gay, I would have all kinds of pussy. <laughs> oh. That's funny. <laughs> Regarding Amanda stripping. Amanda says, I don't want people to barf. Kenny says, good Lord. Florida man says, Kenny would shoot so many loads. Oh, he would. That's his way of doing the Kenny. And then he says, I think you mean bullets. Maureen says, I would not love that. No offense, Amanda. Yeah, speak for yourself. I'm telling you, only fans with you and Mr. Hinson. All right. Um, anyway, this isn't about anything gay related, but it is about conservative. Conservative, which is crazy. Not so much conservative because conservatives aren't, aren't supposed to be crazy, but um, too many crazy people say they're conservatives, but they're just crazy. And then they, they say things that they think are conservative when really they're just stupid and uh, laced with uh, conspiracy theory and no facts and shit like that. And uh, one of the uh, masters of that is a guy by the name of Kurt Schilling, who despite being fucking crazy, this is two things he's been excellent at. Pitching, throwing baseballs very, very hard and accurately. He was a great pitcher but an absolute fucking psycho. Now, he's on Fox News, and he's pissed off because uh, Trump might be going to prison and all the indictment on him, and he's at it. He is at it. And he's on this fucking dude show. I don't know who the fucking guy is. It doesn't matter. And he says something that people are like, oh, God. I don't know if you want to say that. I might have to get Trump on to talk about this afterwards because Trump is kind of involved in this. Audio check, video check. Kurt Schilling, ladies and gentlemen. It isn't until the end, about a minute and a half into this, that he loses it. 
but but it's 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 a sad day. And the problem is, Jesse, you know, if you look at, you know, I love coming on this show. I love talking to you. I love what you've done, what you're doing. I love spewing out crazy shit that only idiots like you believe. I'll bet you Jesse here doesn't even believe the crazy shit that Kurt Schilling says. Your voice, but the fact of the matter is... Great. Tired of listening to Jim Jordan and Matt Getz and Dan Cranshaw and all these people. Okay, so Schilling doesn't like that fellow conservatives. He's tired of them. Tired of his fellow conservatives. Talk. Talk. That's all they're doing. They're talking. We're up against a side and a force that doesn't play by the rules, refuses to play by the rules. Just no look no further. Okay, and while he's talking, uh, I, I can't tell what these people are protesting, but this looks like a pride event below it. So they're like playing uh, B-roll of, of a pride event. It's weird. I just got a text from Trump. It says he's about to go into a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Further than the unconstitutional legal thing going with former President Trump. Um, and we're not doing anything about it. We're talking about it and we get excited and we get emotional. Uh, that's it. They break the law. They do the things they need to do to ensure their agenda is driven forward. Oh, I love hearing this. This is so great. It's, it's the same. You can, you can uh, replace him with anybody. It's the same thing. They always use words like agenda. You're, you're pushing their narrative. And we're watching them gut our nation from the inside out. And I don't know where the rubber is going to meet the road because, you know, talk, it's true sacrifice. You know, you look at the guys that the young men that signed the Constitution and, and, and oh, they, God, they sacrificed everything. Yeah. Fuck those guys. They're not here now to, to, to come out from under a tyrannical government. And then uh, eventually at some point there was I always crack up when people like Schilling compare what it was like when we were occupied by Great Britain. When Great Britain was the, 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 the ruling governing body over the United States, okay? When they compare that to our current setup, the democracy that we have right now, it's a little different. There's a man at Concord who decided he was going to pull the trigger. Okay, let me back up because this is where it gets really good. Tyrannical government. And then uh, eventually at some point there was a man at Concord who decided he was going to pull the trigger. And, and I feel like we're getting back to a point where somebody's going to have to pull a trigger because everything. Okay. Now, everyone who heard him say that thinks he means shoot someone in the head. And I still believe that today. He wants someone to be shot in the fucking head. Kurt Schilling does. Everything we hold dear, everything this country was founded on is being just dragged through the mud everything the country was founded on is being dragged through the mud you know like uh bring me your tired bring me your poor uh uh everyone's welcome you can freedom of religion you can have sex with whoever you want you can do whatever you want all those things don't have fuck you no just the things that you don't believe in because we've we've added to the list of things we can believe you asshole and mocked and made fun of this country was founded on godly principles no matter how offensive that is to the left it's true separation of church and state dickhead how offensive that is to the left it's true well i'm going to um, assume that and, you and we mean at- pull the trigger metaphorically I, now this is where i wanted chris or uh kurt Schilling to say no i mean we need to start killing people absolutely well no i mean it doesn't matter if i say metaphorically because wait a minute he just said absolutely well no 
Which one? Absolutely. Well, no, I mean, it doesn't matter if I say metaphorically because they're going to run with that quote no matter how I put it. Well, you're a crazy lunatic, so I think you actually want someone to get shot in the head. I could have phrased it in any possible way saying stand up and fight and blah, blah, blah. And I would be inciting a riot while Maxine Waters says, you know, get in their face. And no, beat I understand. And I've said this to Jim yeah, Jordan. Yeah. I've said this to these right. congressmen. You know, they throw a subpoena around. They fire off a really bold letter. Gotcha. Republicans need to go on the war path. And that means they got to use every tool necessary. <laughs> they got to do what's being done to them. Okay. You know what's also interesting about this is that most of the klutzy morons, uh, basically the former Zaniacs, they when they hear that, even if even if Kurt Schilling were to say, no, I don't mean anybody should be attacked or hurt, they don't care. They they actually want someone to get attacked and hurt. David says, why do nut jobs like this get TV time? Because half of the country is like that. Half of the country does, believes that. Okay, just about, maybe a little less. Hopefully just enough that uh, uh, Trump does not win again. Fuck it, hey. Shit. Kurt Schilling, my God, what an asshole. Okay. Speaking of asshole, this is on a local level. The community of Vicksburg, Michigan is near uh, Kalamazoo, I think. They got like a local uh, youth football league for the kids. And what they do is, you know, maybe have the big popcorn drive to, to raise a little money to pay for new uniforms. Or maybe the kid who can't afford the equipment, that kid gets money or something like that. Yeah, you know, typical shit. And uh, you have like a group of people that uh, take care of it. And so what does that mean? That means someone's going to steal it. And now... And apparently that happened, and they're they're blaming the guy or the chick. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl who was the, the treasurer, former treasurer of the football team. And uh, I guess they were like doing some math and like, hey, wait a minute here, this doesn't seem right. We're seen to be short some cash, and they call the cops, and all the cops are involved. This is fucking great. Some asshole's life is about to end. A former treasurer accused of stealing from Youth League. Let's get into it. A youth football league in Kalamazoo County says charges have been filed against their former treasurer who was accused of stealing money from the program. Two of the board members for the Vicksburg Rocket Football League spoke with News 8's David Horak, who has the details for us all new tonight. There's nothing good about it you know what i mean nobody wins here when he and the new board at vicksburg rocket football took over earlier this year president mark hudgens said they started looking into next year's budget when they noticed something wasn't right with past bank statements we wanted to see there were some indiscrepancies and so we wanted to see uh, if that went further you know we presented quite i think he might have said indiscrepancies there questions to the person and uh there was a lot of random uh, combined indiscretion and discrepancy
According to Hudgens, the sporadic nature of these unexplained bank transactions went as far back as 2019. Maybe uh, former uh, radio legendary producer, now retired Joe Gaslight, um, is a big fan of Rocket Football in Vicksburg. You know, I know that there was a period of time that uh, St. Gaslight, uh, to pay for his radio stations to meet payroll, he took, he borrowed money or was given a PPP loans. Now, I, I'm still trying to find out where those radio stations are, but I don't know. Maybe Joe is, is working in the Vicksburg Rocket Football League. We had enough information. We felt that it was time to uh, take it to someone, uh, to the authorities, right authorities at that time. This afternoon, Hudgens and board members posted a statement on the league's Facebook page detailing what happened, including that formal charges have been filed against the private. Oh. We are not naming the person because. Come on! Because they have not been arraigned. It's just sad to see ah! somebody do that to the program when it's just for the kids to have fun and learn the football game and bring them up to where they need to be for high school. Hudgens says that there will be no changes to the program or this upcoming season. For Are this guy's eyes too close together? They're saying that they wanted to get ahead of the storm by being up front with families. Don't let one person like deter you or think, you know, that, you know, think of that the whole. Boy, this guy needs to stop speaking in, into a microphone. This guy's horrible. Program is bad because of one person. So that's not true. And it sounds like he's got two tongues. Stratton, a parent herself, says families of the more than 250 kids participating should be rest assured. I think we caught it at a good time to where we switched everything over, so the season should be fine and scratch-free for the funds and stuff. It's unclear at this point how much money was stolen. In Vicksburg, David Horak, News 8. Can you imagine if David Horak... Family adventure in a... Like, okay, I'm going to interview you. Um, You don't talk, and you put a bag over your head. Could we maybe get you to do that? Uh, Dona Dan says, I graduated from Vicksburg. Did Hunter Biden get a job with their football program? You leave Hunter Biden alone. Uh, Chris says, yeah, Joe is a radio station mogul. God, I didn't know that. I wonder why he retired. He just probably uh, went on to his own radio station. It's pretty cool. It's a good gig. I'm happy for him. Really happy for him. Uh, All right. Thank you to my friends at M37 Hackers. Golf simulation. Golf simulators. Right along M37. M37 Hackers 269-205. 2095 269-205-2095. So great over there. Get in a few rounds at some of the best coach, uh, court coaches. God, what is wrong with me? Courses in the world. M37 Hackers, 269-205-2095. Uh, check out Berlin Raceway. You got racing Margaritaville going on this weekend. The margaritas are cheap. Uh, the beer is cold. The tickets are cheap. You can get them for 14 bucks a pop at berlinraceway.com. Parking is free, 15 and under free. Berlinraceway.com. I always said you guys are leaving a ton of money on the table. Even if it was parking is two bucks. 
Holy shit, man. I would be gouging the shit out of people. I would make it right away 30 bucks to park. BerlinRaceway.com. So much fun. Go see a race at Berlin Raceway. Uh, you can bring in a cooler with all the food you want, all the soft drinks you want. No glass, no booze. Buy booze inside. BerlinRaceway.com. Last but certainly not least, today, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Get a mortgage from anywhere in the United States, Ashley. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. Whether it's getting a first mortgage or a tenth mortgage or maybe a refi, getting some money out of your home, to pay off a high-interest credit card bill or perhaps some home improvements, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Chris says, I remember when a young Mr. 10 wanted to own his own radio station. Oh, God, so bad. Mr. 10. Look at that farmer's tan. Oh, my God. I'm so fat. There's so much fat on my arm. Like, I can pull. I can, like, pinch, like, three inches of fat on my arm. I should, I used to never be able to do that. I've got, like, giblets. I've got arm giblets. Do you have arm giblets? I have arm giblets. Now, it's like this big wad of meat on the back of my arms where there used to be a tricep muscle. Ugh. Look at that giblet. I've got these chin giblets. My belly's disgusting. My belly button stinks. I have to wash it several times a day. I've established an area of my body because of the fat that stinks. You know, normally it might be just the crack of your ass and maybe like where your balls touch your uh, fucking thigh. Now I'm establishing new stink zones. Something must be done. And actually me describing it to you, it helps me. It puts the problem squarely in front of me. I must shed 35. I've had it. I'm so angry at myself. Now listen to me. In an hour, when I eat three Baby Ruth candy bars, I will not be thinking about this. It is fucking like a totally different mindset. So now that I have established a brand new stink zone, I got to do something. Belly buttons are not supposed to smell like uh, a sewer chud. Chris says, did you polish off that quesadilla? No. Not yet. Uh, Kenny says, Eric, you're like a few pounds over what you should be, right? Yeah, I know. But I, you see, Kenny says, if I lost how much weight you'd weigh, I'd weigh what you should weigh. Well, yeah, but you have morbid obesity. I don't want to be that big. You need to lose a lot of weight. You should jump into this with me. It's more important that you lose the weight than I lose the weight. You need to do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. 
When I say do the Kenny, I mean lose weight. Do the Kenny. Kenny says, let's go. What's the plan? I don't know what your plan is. You do your plan. I'll do my plan. You do your plan. You've got eyes and a brain and uh, fingertips to look something up online. This is, okay, this is the only advice I'll give any of you fat fucks like me. Burn more than you're getting in. Aram says a lot of rude comments towards Kenny today, starting with saying he uses a flip phone. Yes. This is what you need to do. Move more, eat less. That's that's what I'm going on. This is the move more, close your fitness ring, and don't eat as much. Did I say eat more, move less? Eat less, move more. Yes. And then do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. Uh, Corey says, Kenny, have you ever been checked to see if you have a thyroid issue? He doesn't. He has a Kenny issue. Anything he's ever done when it comes to losing weight, he doesn't do it long enough. He needs to do it for like an extended amount of time, like years. That's that's called doing the Kenny. Do the Kenny. Just keep trying. Don't give up. I mean, I give up. But I got to stop giving up. I got to keep trying. I'm a fat ass with a new stink spot. If you were to uh, rub me in flour right now, my belly button area would get wet with sewer chud. It's so awful. Like, oh shit. I'm like, I dig in there and then I go, (laughs) and then I'm like, oh fuck. I smell like sewer chud. And then I have to go and wash my belly button out and scrub my hands. Normally I only pick my ass and smell it, but now Fuck, I, I can't, I got tr- uh, trouble up front and trouble in the back. Uh, Linda says, what did Linda say? She said something funny about an egg. I was going to have a hard boiled egg for breakfast, but now I can't. Oh yeah, under boob. That's another stink spot. Uh, I think we convinced Kenny. He says, yeah, man. Ha, yay. I'm actually starting back up on that today, Arab. Well, good luck. Corey says, pro tip, more water you drink, the faster your metabolism gets. Well, whatever. I know. Okay. I know drinking water is a da- definitely a damn good thing. So drink more, eat less, walk more, and do the Kenny. Do the Kenny. All right. Now, listen to me. I'm going to add a new tier to Patreon. Uh, I will let you sniff my belly button. If you if that's your thing, it costs $100 a month. You get one sniff per month. I'm not going to do that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. Okay. Chris says, for sure, my fat doctor wants me to get a gallon a day in at least. Wow. Yeah. I need to do that. I have had it. Every time I, I take a selfie, I have to hold it up high so that it doesn't show uh, my uh, uh, chin sack here that I have. This roll that I have. This fucking John Gibbs back of his neck chin roll. 
No. Gotta stop. It has to end. I'd, I'll even go ahead and eat the um, quesadilla as long as I'm burning more than I'm getting in. I will still eat shit. That's not ha- changing. I am going to still eat some garbage. But I'm just trying to build a little momentum for at least a week of just less feeling like a goddamn slug. Ugh. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I must end this show with the asshole of the day. Could it be the guys on the submarine that's lost? No, we can't do that. Could it be the agars? Well, no. The guy who dislocated his shoulder and the price is right? No. Amanda Bynes? No, no, no. Come on now. Uh, yesterday was a grad Haji bitch. She fucked around and found out. I love that line. I've always loved that line. Vicksburg football treasurer. I need a name on that story. Uh, Today, we will make it Kurt Schilling. You are the asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. I've sat next to him and interviewed him. I was at the, we were covering the Super Bowl on Radio Row with uh, the twins. I was there with the twins, uh, Greg and Chris. And up walks, walks Kurt Schilling with a giant plastic knife. And I'm like, what's up? And he says, hey, I want to talk to you about my video game. Like, uh, okay, because that's how it is. You kind of just sit there and then p- famous people come up to you and say, yeah, all right, great. And you sit down and uh, you talk to them for a few minutes about whatever. They were a great pitcher and then they want to talk about their stupid video game. Fast forward. He got a bunch of money from the state. Uh, I don't know what state. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. I'm not sure. Um. To, to get his company going. He got like a subsidy or something like that. And then the money is suddenly missing or some shit. Something weird happened. But he was uh, facing criminal charges. And then eventually the prosecutor said, nope, we're not going to charge him. But he was on the hook for a little while. And the story from 2016, Kurt Schilling will not face criminal charges in 112 million video game disaster. I just just don't feel like getting into the story right now, but that actually happened. He's holding a stupid knife, and he didn't seem crazy then. It's crazy now. Congrats on the asshole of the day. His studio was a complete failure. That game never even released. Kurt Schilling went on some weird alt-right rant and basically got canceled back then. That $112 million is so expensive. expensive. Kelly Cheese reminds me. Do you remember 
the the movie Police Academy? Uh, Bobcat Goldthway played a played a character, and he was like, ah, he did, that's his, you know, it's basically a stand-up as him going, ah, 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 ah. That, that, that's what Kelly Cheese sounds like. <laughs> that's always been Sam's. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, <laughs> I can't even do it. Remember what, though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little obnoxious. That's always been Sam's. I'm never going to jack off again. Uh, is her last name really Cheese? No, but it's just as stupid. Her last name is Cheeseboro, which is a fucking horrible name. That's a real name? Cheeseboro? That's weird. That is a weird fucking name. If you have a voice like that, of course your name is Cheeseboro. All right. That is it, my friends. I appreciate you for being here. I'll be on uh, Patreon. I got, in fact, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with, I found out it's pronounced Mateo. You were correct. It's not Matteo. Mateo is taking on Dale in trivia at 1030 Eastern stand, Eastern Daylight Time. Are we on, No, we're on standard time right now. Anyway. 10.30, Eastern Standard Time. Dale and Mateo, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, will be happening at 10.30. Sign up for free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you are enjoying the show right now, and there's a uh, a whopping 40 of you, which is actually high for me, um, get a free week of Patreon at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up. I'm not going to trick you and yeah, you, you know, uh, charge you. If you forget to cancel it, it will charge you. Make no mistake. But I think you're going to like it. If you like this show, you'll like Patreon. You'll love the Patreon. Uh, there's a lot of different shows on there. I mean, on the free podcast here, I pretty much just do this show. But that I do. Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. I do the Insane Asylum. Lost Zane Recordings, which I got to release. Something to listen to while I'm away, which is uh, stuff from way back. Full shows from way back. Uh, not to mention the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast with a live audience. Who are these Zanes and who are these Freebeers? Thank you for your time today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again, folks. Bye-bye.